What's up, everybody? Welcome back to DIY Music. This is Brad, and uh, I've got a smaller post here, but uh, I was just scrolling around record.org, seeing what's new, and uh, I, I found something pretty cool for you guys. So, um, as Gary V said, uh, I got a text flying off the handle here. Um, as Gary V said, if you're not on, now this is just his opinion, but um, if you're not on Instagram and, and doing a podcast and all that. In this day and age, you're fundamentally irrelevant. And I think what he means by that is just um, there's so much attention there that if you don't have a presence on those platforms, then, um, you know, people just aren't going to know about you. They're, they're not going to be looking there. So once again, my Instagram is at the national pool. Um, but, uh, so, so to that end, um, I am going to talk about something I just saw on record that really caught my eye. I think this is very, very cool. This is the road, uh, R O D E. They, they make a lot of microphones, which I, I guess are used by, um, a lot of videographers and, uh, a lot of podcasters, they released a, what is it, the Roadcaster Pro Podcast Production Studio. This thing comes out in December. Uh, I looked on their website, looked on record. I didn't see any price point listed for this, but if you were to Google it, it you know you can see at least the image. Um, one of the coolest aspects of this thing is that it has Bluetooth phone support, so you can do call-ins, because that was one of the big things that I always found difficult, uh, you know, even back in the day, I, I've had a number of different podcasts dating back to like 2006. I, I've just always been very interested in, in the in the medium. Um, doing phone interviews was always a, a huge hassle. And what it looks like this can do is you can call someone on your phone, connect to this device via Bluetooth, and everything's done. Um, you record onto it with an SD card. It looks like it has uh, four faders for, I guess, your, your main mic inputs. It looks like it has a USB and a phone and then maybe like like a master fader or like FX or something like that. It's got eight pads for doing sound effects, which I don't, you know, that probably varies from show to show. Um, I don't think there's ever been a time in this show where I was like, oh, I want to press a button and have a, have a sound effect go. Um, but you know, maybe things for like intros and, you know, like for different segments transitioning, that might be cool to have like a little, uh, like, like a bumper or something. So you do that. Um, like, like I said, I think it does uh, micro SD. You just put it in there and it looks kind of like a hybrid of like native instruments machine and the avid artist mix. And it has a few touch sensitive pads and then along with the faders, um, and, and again, the, uh, the price point isn't mentioned. If I had to guess, I would say that this would be falling around the two to 300 range. If, if I had to guess of like what I think it might be. Um, but then again, you know, like you can get, uh, the small, um, like the Akai, uh, MIDI controllers and those run about a hundred dollars. So they might be trying to hit around that price point, but I would say that, you know, safely they might go for 200. This thing doesn't seem like it's worth, you know, like like a high price point of like 500 or so. So I would say, you know, two, 200 would be like a safe price point for them. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty fascinating. Um, and, and I do, I really like that phone call thing. But 
I like Anchor here as well because there is no setup. You know, the, the podcast is essentially in my pocket on my phone in an app. So at any given moment, I just fire up the app and, and go. And I think that I probably wouldn't be doing a podcast if it wasn't that easy for me. Just because it's not kind of, you know, you've if, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you've seen me kind of drop off and, and come back and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, but but for the more dedicated podcasters, this this seems pretty damn cool. Um, you know, Black Friday's coming up with, the you know, all the sales and stuff like that. I saw Native Instruments has a lot of their sound packs for half off. Um and with, uh, let's see, oh, Sweetwater, they've also got some decent stuff on sale at the moment as well. Uh, the 11 rack is $200 new. I, I ended up trading with a friend for one, um, and I haven't had too much time to spend with it, but that thing is, is pretty cool, you know, for any guitar players out there. Um, I, I've really liked a, a lot of the effects, and I've, I've only not even scratched the surface. I just, like, looked at the surface of that thing. Excuse me. But so, uh, so far, you know, I'm off this week and plan on making it a pretty creative week. Uh, last night I ended up, uh, over mixing a song, which is something, you know, there's, there, there's always room for improvement. And I think that's why I, I like doing this and I like music. Um, that's, that's kind of been a big thing for me is that I, I tend to over mix, you know, I just get so caught up with the, the plugins and, and the EQs where, you know, throwing, you know, because cause it's fun, you know, to be able to have a Pultec and an API compressor and like you just throw it on a bus and like, yeah, I got an API on here and like, uh, you know, maybe it needs it, maybe it doesn't. Um, but on a more detailed level, uh, a problem that I encountered with the mix last night is in order to save time, I've been using drum loops. So you've got the kick, hi-hat and snare and maybe any other percussive elements all on the same track. So any EQ that you do is affecting the kick, the hi-hat, the snare, any any volume, any compression. So on this tune last night, just kind of like a rough skeleton draft of a demo I was sending out to somebody, um, the, uh, the, the kick drum was causing a problem, so I really need to kind of stem that out. So I'm going to have to go back to, to, to one hits on it. But in terms of writing, it, do, it does help, I think. Just to get past the you know that initial idea, unless you're a drummer, um, and and the pads come very easily to you, and you can think like that, you know, I I think on a very rudimentary level when it comes to drum and and structure in the song, you know, like uh, and any chorus, you know, I'll throw a ride and a shaker in there, and like that's that's good enough for me. Um, but I, I've heard some drummers just tear up the pads. Uh, I have a couple friends that are drummers and at any time they get on the machine, I'm like, Oh my God, like, it's amazing. Um, you know, cause the, some of the native instrument stuff has like touch sensitive pads. Uh, you know, sorry. Uh, well, of course they're touch sensitive, but some of the drum kits that they have, like the, the seventies drummer, the Abbey road drummer, all that stuff, like, like they're laid out like a real drum kit. So if you're able to kind of think like that, um, and for anybody out there doing production, if you have a friend that can play drums, like throw them in front of the pads for a minute and, and see what they come up with. Cause it's, it's always very, very cool. Um, but yeah, I, I'm sidestepping left and right here, but, uh, Sweetwater sale. I checked that out. looks like they got some cool stuff. They're always kind of always doing a sale. Um, it looks like sound toys had their sale up already. I think a lot of stuff is going to be hitting Friday. I haven't received any emails from Waves yet, but um, 
as you know, if, if you've ever been to the Wave site, you know, they've kind of always got two or three things on sale. So um, I'm going to end it there. Just wanted to drop y'all a, a little episode here and talk about that that road. It's called the Roadcaster Pro Podcast Production Studio. And man, I, I love that phone capability. You know, like I talked last time about how I didn't really want to check the voicemails or anything. But being able to call people and interview them, I think that opens up a lot of just doors, you know. Um, but then having to edit the stuff and, and like, you know, a- any additional layer that you were to throw on to the process um, kind of, you know, makes things more difficult. So a- after I'm done with this episode, just put the phone back down and, and it's done. So, and, and I like that. Um, so, yeah, but check that out if that sounds at all intriguing, uh, Roadcaster. Um, and if you want to holler at me on Instagram, I am over there at the national pool, P O O L. And I have been giving some thought about just the idea of, um, changing up the artist name, not for anything other than memorability, you know, and just having a one word, you know, like if you were to think of other artists like, uh, Drake, Burial, Portishead, you know, everything's like one word, Radiohead, it's a hell of a lot more memorable and uh, so that would be the reason why I'm thinking about, you know, switching that band name or at the very least making kind of like a second uh, thing to kind of run parallel with what I do now and, and just kind of see where it goes. Um, and I also started a, um, a second Instagram account called Glitch Mugs. If anyone likes coffee and they're into nerd stuff, check that out. It's uh, I think on Instagram it's glitch mugs etsy or etsy glitch mugs i i don't know um but yeah so that that's an interesting thing too is just looking at instagram from a strictly business standpoint and getting away from all the preciousness of of the music and and being an artist and all that it's just you know trying my hand at uh at just running like a little business end of it from instagram and that's pretty interesting as well um, no, no sales yet since I've done the Instagram on, on my new mugs, but it's, it's a good time. All right, y'all talk to y'all soon.